How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. moment you guys so I don't know if you've ever thought about having your own show if you've ever thought about having your own broadcast but I would say that if you have something to say that this more than ever is a freaking excellent time on the planet for you to have something to say have your own unique point of view invite people to know more about you and what you have what your unique point of view is, what you have to share, how much fun it is to hang out with you. Because I hear all the time, people are just like, oh my God, Jennifer, I just come and watch your show because you just laugh. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, if you're a regular listener, you know this story. But I was once fired for laughing too much. Oh my goodness, I did not belong in that job, absolutely did not belong in that job at all, but yes, I was fired for laughing too much, and so one of the things that I've learned since then is that seriousness, like being serious, is actually a shadow frequency for me, being like stone cold serious is the exact opposite of what I'm supposed to be and do on this planet. I'm supposed to bring light. And one of my key frequencies is delight, like the lightness, delight, bringing the delight. And so people who are serious, people who are supposed to be serious will probably end up kind of hating me. I freaking laugh at everything. I laugh at everything. Um, Remember that old song? She's the kind of girl that laughs at a funeral. (laughs) That's me. And I think one of the things that's been most clear to me with my career of coaching and training and facilitation is that if you can't laugh at something, you can't change it. You absolutely can't change it. And, you know, so the density, the seriousness stops people from being able to change what it is that they would like to change on this planet. And so before we get started, this show is called Big Fat Lies. And so the lies are anything that's stopping you from having so much happiness, so much healthiness, so much wealthiness, and so much love so much love. We're here to be loved. We're here to love ourselves. We're here to love our immediate community. We're here to love the planet. We're here to be and receive love. And so if you're listening to this broadcast, my mission, my incarnation cross in human design is something called the vessel of love. And so I'm here to learn to love myself and to be an inspiration for people to learn to love themselves. 
And so I have a specialty, anybody that works with me who one of the things that they want to change is their wealth, that comes through dynamically. And one of the ways that you can change your wealth, one of the ways that you can change your financial future is by learning to love yourself through everything that's going on, everything like, you know, fall down a set of stairs. Well, that was clumsy. That was cute you know, run out of money, that was clumsy, that was cute, you know, have to leave a relationship, that was clumsy, that was cute, and just really learn how to love yourself. So that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today. <laughs> oh, my freaking goodness. So what did I promise you today? What did I promise you today? This week, I noticed how simple life can be. I personally am in an in-between space with many of my projects. The ones that are coming are not breaking the surface yet, not ready to be viewed or shown to my clients or the world at large. And the services and classes that I used to teach and offer aren't lighting me up anymore or my clients. And I just am feeling less inclined to offer them. And so what I'm deeply aware of is surrender. And also that there's like a gap or something that I call the in-between times. And I can see a theme of these showing up in my life as I was gestating a quantum leap for myself that I have been asking for. And so today I'm going to show you how to identify your thing in air quotes that you will need to surrender, how to start developing non-attachments. So you can just like let go. You can be like, yeah. I'm having an in-between time and how to soften into your in-between time so that later when you notice that you were given a massive gift, you didn't miss or squander this huge opportunity for integration and connection. And so if you're listening to this on TikTok, go ahead and, you know, put things in the comments. I really appreciate you showing up live today. If you're listening on Facebook, go ahead and put things in the comments. I really appreciate you showing up live today. The best way for you to interact with me is if you come to the Inspired Choices chat room. So if you go to inspiredchoices.com forward slash chat room, then I can actually see uh, your interaction. And I just, I want to interact with you today. The other thing is it's my birthday today and I love what I do. I love getting to interact with you. I love, um, I love getting to do this stream of consciousness with you and share with you what is coming through from consciousness. Uh, and it's, it's for you. So this show is just as much a training and a tutorial as it is a transmission. And so as I was saying earlier, people are like, oh, Jennifer, I just watched your show because when you laugh, I feel better. When you laugh, I feel like I don't have to take my life so seriously. When you laugh, I feel transformed. And so your thing that you might have to surrender is going to be your thing that you might have to surrender. And yeah, what do I want to invite you today? There's so many more possibilities. We don't have to be serious. We don't have to take life seriously to succeed at life. And I would say for me, my definition of success is having so much happiness, so much healthiness, 
so much wealthiness and so much love. And today specifically, I want to talk about love because love isn't actually what we think it is. It's not what we think it is. And, you know, it isn't necessarily a binary relationship, you know, with one partner and another partner, and we're just loving each other. Love is so much bigger than that. It's so, so much bigger than that. And the frequency of love, oh my goodness. I don't know if you guys have looked into heart math. I would highly recommend that you look into heart math if it's something that um, you don't know about. If I'm the first person to give you information on heart math, what it is, is it starts to develop something called coherence. And so your heart is actively presently working in the present moment and creating coherence and congruence with you and your universe. And so one of the things that HeartMath studied was that you do have the ability to create your universe through love. And it's like, what do I love? What are the thousand things that I love? And you know me, I'm a Virgo. I love lists. And so really start to build a list of the things that you love and interact with the list of the things that you love. If you're a regular listener of the show, uh, you will hear and see uh, how much I love dance and how much dance has brought to my life there was a huge gap in my life between I think maybe 2014 and uh just this last year well this year May of this year where I wasn't actively dancing I wasn't going to dance lessons I wasn't going to dance classes and my life freaking tanked it absolutely tanked you guys like just everything that made me happy uh, just wasn't available. I mean, it was at times. And so I, I believed in it a bit. I was kind of like, Oh, okay, well, whatever. And now that I have dance back in my life, now that I'm actively embodied with my dance, my whole life is changing. And it's been so easy to do that with dance with me. So that might not be for you. You might have two left feet or three left feet. Uh, it might be painting. It might be singing. It might be gardening. It might be travel. Like whatever it is that lights you up, whatever it is that you love is going to be the key for you to be able to grow your life. Grow it. Grow your freaking life. Like how great is that? <laughs> You know, think about being like a farmer for your own life. Like what seeds are you planting and what are you going to be able to harvest? Like I think about, uh, it's so cool. It's, it's 1.11 PM and I'm talking about the harvest. Well, it's fall and I want to talk about like what was happening six months ago, what was happening at the beginning of the spring that is allowing you to have this harvest that's going to show up in the fall? And what if we start to love on ourselves and really have a look at that data? Because it's just data. So your choices, whether they're like, oops, that wasn't a great choice or oops, yay, that was a great choice. <laughs> then what can happen is you pick up the data 
and you have a look at the data and you're like, okay, well, I won't do that one again. And, or I'll continue to make this choice, you know, so having a look at everything and don't make the data wrong, make the data correct, because all the data that you're receiving is correct. And what if we look at it from a place and space of this was a loving choice for me? And this wasn't a loving choice for me. Do you guys get that? Like a loving choice brings me closer to like joy, brings me closer to ecstasy, brings me all the money I need to take care of my body, helps me stay super freaking healthy, super freaking happy, super freaking loved. All of those loving choices, what are they? And start to collect that data. I'm such a scientist. I'm like, man, you need to journal every day. What are the loving choices that I made for myself? What are the not so loving choices? You know, was this an actual loving choice for me? And be clear about it. Be super freaking clear about it. So we're going to be talking more about loving choices for you, especially today, since I am a vessel of love and I am learning every day. And that's one of the things that, you know, as someone who's, a, you know, a public personality, you know, having a public show that people can check into, um, I don't need to be perfect and neither do you need to be perfect. All I need to do is to check in with my regular data. So I do something called auto writing, uh, where I just do stream of consciousness writing. And that's really helpful for me to go back through my auto writing and be very, very clear with myself, you know, what was a loving choice for me? And, you know, just for example, I'm going through a breakup with my partner and um, my partner just decided to show up somewhere where I was unannounced and normally courtesy would be that they would be announced and I set really great boundaries. I'm like, this doesn't work for me. This doesn't make me feel safe. You need to let me know where you will be. And this is a normal place where I would be at this time and this place. And so don't freaking show up unannounced. And, you know, so that was a loving choice for me to have that difficult conversation with my soon-to-be ex-partner. And so loving choices aren't necessarily easy. They're not necessarily easy, but when you look at them later, you're like, wow, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud that I had that conversation. I'm proud that I set really great boundaries because I would say I wasn't all that great at setting boundaries up until very recently. So that's something that I would love to talk to you about in the next segment. We are talking about the in-between spaces of creation. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. We are on the Inspired Choices Network. Please join me in the chat room, inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room. We'll see you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness. So how lucky am I? My show, my broadcast is on over 400 platforms. Uh, so wherever you like to listen to live radio or live anything, <laughs> And also your podcasting. I'm also on Apple TV. I'm on Google TV. I'm basically everywhere that you like to consume information like this. I do go live on TikTok. I go live on Facebook for the first 15 minutes of my show. And then you can also find all of my archive if you go to Jennifer or uh, Linktree forward slash Jennifer Kramer Lewis or check my link in bio wherever you're listing. So today we're talking about the in-between spaces. And so at the beginning of the show, I was inviting you to start to manifest your life through what you actually love. You know, you don't have to be a doer. You don't have to be so dewy. <laughs> Although I will tell you, this week, I really felt like there was, I was driving with the gas and the brake and the gas and the brake and the gas and the brake. I really felt like, okay, well, you know, I need to get these sales pages up. I need to have this conversation with my virtual assistant. I need, I need, I need. And so I was really feeling like I was addicted to production, if that makes sense. Like how addicted are you to production that you have to be a producer of your life to be valid or valuable? Because that was definitely the theme of the week is that, you know, I wasn't doing enough. And I'll tell you what, have you ever noticed that when you go on a vacation, like you take a break, you take 24 hours off or you take a week off, or maybe you're brave enough to schedule a month off, how much freaking business shows up for you when you're not in the space of trying to like do, do, do and produce, produce, produce. And so that's what we're going to talk about in this segment is the in-between spaces. And so what I notice with my business when I'm ready to have a quantum leap, when I'm ready to like choose a different type of service or like a different facet of what it is that I do for a living, that, you know, the old type of business, people are like, mm, I don't know if I want to choose that with you anymore. And so 
I'm smart enough to notice that and not make it wrong, just allow it to be data. And then people start asking me for stuff. Like, I, I can't tell you like how many times in the last week people have asked me just right out of the blue, hey, are you dealing with trauma? Is this something that you have in your skill set? And absolutely, I do. Um, I have got dozens of modalities that I'm certified in. And, you know, I'm an autodidact. I've like studied un under some amazing masters internationally. And, you know, trauma is something that I am informed about. I really do notice that, you know, basically the first seven years of your life and even in utero, what happens to you uh, really shows up in a bunch of different places and spaces. It can show up in like, you might even have like a, a ceiling on the amount of happiness that you're allowed to have. You might have a ceiling on the amount of healthiness you're allowed to have and wealthiness, the amount of love that you're allowed to have. And so when you start to make changes, that trauma can show up. And so people are starting to ask me about trauma. And so noticing that for yourself, like if you are in an in-between space, what are people asking you to create? You know, that's a really great question, isn't it? <laughs> so here's the thing, though, I promised you um, to let you know, like, what is the thing that you're going to have to surrender? So the thing that you're going to have to surrender is your identity. Like what people are, know you as, you know, it may be, oh, well, you know, Jennifer, she works in business. She helps entrepreneurs. She helps them make more money. And, you know, she helps them simplify their lives. She helps them have better relationships. She helps them be happier. Uh, you know, she helps them simplify. And okay, yes, that's definitely been part of the equation of what I offer. However, now I'm starting to notice these conversations that I'm being invited into about trauma, about my shamanic work, about my somatic work. And, you know, I had been putting that, you know, in the VIP, you know, we start talking about like bodies, we start talking about pleasure, we start talking about, you know, like, what are the beautiful things that you can invite your body to? That's beyond trauma. But we also do need to go into those sort of semi ugly places and spaces and have a look around. And we may find your inner child in those ugly places and, you know, gently pull your inner child out of those ugly places very, very gently. And so that is what you're going to have to surrender is who you think you are at a core level, who you think you are as a business person, who you think you are as a friend, who you think you are as someone's love interest or life partner, who you think you are in all of your roles, like mother, daughter, sister, wife, and all of the male counterparts of that. Because those definitions, by nature, are lies. They're lies. There's expectations of all of those definitions. You know, just for example, wife. So what is a wife? What is a wife not? 
What does a wife do? What does a wife not do? What will a wife always do and provide? And what will a wife never do and never provide? And so like you can feel all of the vectors, all of the math that's happening with that definition. And so it's probably one of the biggest, fattest lies is wife. And so one of the things that, you know, this breakup that I'm going through, the, the definition has stopped me from creating as big in my business as I'm able to. And uh, so, you know, biggest, fattest lie, <laughs> I always have to try it out first. So that's one of the things that you're going to have to surrender. And it's quite big. So this is something that I don't recommend that you do completely on your own. Definitely do a lot of journaling. Like what is the biggest role that I've put myself in that I can surrender now to have more possibilities, to have more fun, to have more love, to have more wealth, more health, more happiness. Like what is the biggest role that I can surrender is a really freaking great question. And so like surrender, what does that actually mean? What does that actually mean to you? Like when you think about surrendering something, go ahead and write it in the chat. Uh, when you think about surrender, or send it to me in a DM, I'm not going to end up being able to grab this, um, these, uh, these chats off of TikTok, because I'm going to, um, but send it to me in a DM. What does surrender mean to you? And so for me, it feels like when I look at it, it's like you're taking a pot off the stove. You're like, mm, I've been boiling that pot for 50 years now. <laughs> it still hasn't boiled. So I'm just going to surrender it, take it off, put it on a trivet and see whether or not I ever want to do that again. So sometimes you can surrender for 24 hours. Sometimes you can surrender for a week. Sometimes you just have no, um, what do I want to say? Sometimes you have no desire to pick up that thing that you've surrendered ever again. So maybe it's me giving you permission to just be like, okay, I don't know that I ever want to fulfill that role again. And, you know, whether my parents are like, oh, you have to do this, or my children are like, oh, you have to do this, or, you know, my love interest is like, oh, you have to do this, you have to be this. I think if we are not an active choice, then what can happen is it can extend these in between times, you know, because this is a gestation period. For me, absolutely. And if you feel like you're sort of in between, like, oh, this is what I used to do, and this is what I do now. Um, one of the cool places to look on your astrological chart, chart is your south node. So if you find your south node on your astrological chart, or your human design chart, or your gene keys, well, gene keys doesn't use the south node, but human design and uh, astrology uses the south node. So the south node is something that you're moving away from. So you're like, okay, I'm moving away from that. And so my south node is called the alpha. <laughs> so it's basically like everything to do with business. It's like Leo, it's like being the boss of a big corporation and, you know, telling everybody what to do and telling everybody where to go. And, you know, sort of like Wolf of Wall Street kind of stuff, like making extraordinary amounts of money uh, just because it's fun. 
and uh, telling people what to do just because it's fun. And then your south node, or sorry, your north node is what you're moving towards. So for me, my north node is um, something called the confidant. And so the confidant is um, someone that receives people's stories, that receives people's histories, that can begin to, you know, just like help them quantify. It's almost like it's not the librarian. The confidant is someone different. Like the librarian would receive the story and then know sort of what bookshelf to put that story on. Whereas the confidant is just in active service of receiving the stories. And then there's different parts of my chart that help people make art out of the junk. <laughs> so for you, the people who are listening, have a look at your self note. That's something that you're moving away from. And then have a look at your north node. That's something that you're moving towards the frequency of your north node. So um, even feel free to send me a DM of what the north node in your human design is, like what's the number plus the decimal. And then I will point you at a resource to give you the information of the archetype of your north node so that you know what is that energy that I'm moving towards you know, because the confidant is such a healing energy, like she has the ability to not only listen, um, but be like, oh, I know where that belongs. Oh, I know where that person should be heading towards. And I would say all of my life, people have told me like unbelievable things like on a bus, on a plane, on a train, at a doctor's office, people tell me their deepest, deepest secrets. And, you know, just because they know I'm in integrity, I'm, I'm the person that you can absolutely tell your deepest, deepest secrets to. Uh, I don't do it for free. <laughs> you show up live and then maybe we could play if you wanted to hop over on to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room. So we're talking about the in-between space between what you used to do and what the universe wants you to do now. What is this new frequency that you are being invited to? My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. We are on the Inspired Choices Network and this is the Big Fat Lies Show. Please join me after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that. How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. 
We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness. Welcome back, you guys. So before the break, we were talking about what you will have to surrender during this in-between time. And so what is the in-between time? It's like when you notice that a part of your life isn't working anymore, and yet the thing that you sense that you are moving towards or maybe you're aware that there's something that you're moving towards. There's been some invitations. There's someone in the chat room here talking about doing public speaking. Um, and it's so interesting. I have had some in-person invitations now to actually stand on stages again. And I think the last time I was on a stage, well, briefly, just after COVID, I was in part of a panel about podcasting. Uh, but the last time I was actually on a stage doing a talk might have been 2015. So it's been a good gap. And yet I'm starting to get invited again. And, you know, I think it's really, really important if you at the beginning of the program, I was saying how interesting it is for people if you have an interesting thing that is your point of view that you train on that you teach on that offers people a new perspective then it's kind of incumbent on you to make yourself available to do that and it's so interesting like in a different in-between space uh when would that have been 2014 2015 when I left uh my job in property management I learned how to speak on stages and invite people into more with me. And that was ages and ages ago. So this is like the gap, the gap. And have a look at all of those places and spaces in your life where, you know, what wasn't working sort of forced you into a transformational space and then gave you the information of what will work for you. But you have to go through this transformational space. It's very, very important for you to go through the transformational space. So my second promise was, how do you develop non-attachment? How do you develop non-attachment? One is that you can't make the old you your complete identity. And I know that this is probably, you know, if you're listening to this, you're supposed to be here. You're supposed to have this information, but it's like everywhere the old you. So we have someone in the chart here. The old you uh, had the archetype of the child, the eternal child. And, you know, so someone who gets taken care of, somebody who, you know, they're you know, their mom makes them lunch, uh, their dad picks them up from school, all the bills are paid. Uh, you know, they don't have to worry about anything. They just get to be like cute and petted and taken out for adventures and like completely looked after. This is the, the south node archetype for this person who's in the chat. And then their north node is something called the maestro. <laughs> so they have to give up 
being taken care of. Have to give it up. Be like, okay, I don't need to be taken care of. I don't need to be looked after. I don't need to have all of my needs met. <laughs> I don't need a PB and J uh, with a glass of milk at three o'clock, so I don't have my uh, bonk. <laughs> so that I can become, I'm pretending to be her, the maestro. And so what is the maestro? Oh my God. You know, a maestro is someone who stands on a podium with a wand and, you know, like reads the music, reads the room, reads the frequencies and invites, you know, all of the various talents you know, the oboe and the percussion and, you know, the violins and, you know, the trumpets and, you know, the French horn just like knows exactly all of those elements, exactly all of those elements and is able to direct and drive all of the elements and, you know, ah, just, I feel it viscerally, like this energy of the maestro was just like, all the hair on my body is standing up thinking about this person embodying the maestro. And so will they do it in this lifetime? Sure, if they want to. Will they, you know, maybe run back and try to get a P&J and a glass of milk now and again? Uh, probably. But here's the thing, like if you are moving towards, and this is what I'm going to recommend, if you're moving towards what feels loving to you, then it might be interesting to notice that being a child might not be loving to your energy. Being a child might not be getting you what you want. And so these archetypes are available. They were created uh, by friends of mine, Bella Crystal and Ashley Nicole of the 64 Doors. And uh, so you can have a look at that or you can just actually DM me what, wherever you're listening and you know, tell me what your South and North nodes are and I will send you those archetypes and uh, we can start a dialogue about that. Um, that's available. <laughs> It's definitely be available. But thinking about that for yourself, being uh, in the energy of your south node, when really you should be in the energy of your north node. And so if you remember, my south node is all about like um, being the man and, you know, being the alpha and telling people what to do and, you know, having an army of employees and, you know, having people listen and having assistance and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, did I do it for years? Absolutely. Was I responsible for millions of dollars worth of real estate? Absolutely. You know, could anyone of like thousands of people call me on a daily basis and, and ask me for something? Absolutely. Did it burn me out? Mm -hmm. Multiple times, multiple times. And so I would say this sort of addiction to doing comes from that frequency of the alpha. And um, that's uh, door seven. Um, so if you're curious about what does she mean about the alpha, that's door seven, which is my self node. And uh, so freaking interesting. So how do we develop non-attachment? Well, 
all of the roles and responsibilities, all of the wins that we get from our self node, like all of the head pats, you know, people are like, Jennifer, you're so great at spinning all of these plates. How do you know everything that's going on? Well, I was actually using my psychic abilities to know exactly who was going to want what and when. I was using my psychic abilities to be the man. So it wasn't like all of this like masculine energy. I was using all of my feminine energy, all of my heart energy to be able to know like who was going to come at me next asking for something. You know, what did I need to do for what building at what time in order to be able to keep my head above water? And it wasn't kind. It wasn't loving. It was fucking shitty. <laughs> it was so shitty that, you know, like if you're a regular listener, like I was like Don Draper. I had to have two stiff drinks when I got home so that I could be nice. <laughs> and that put me in a really dis you know, like a depressive spiral. I wasn't sleeping properly. Like if you look at alcohol use, it like wrecks your sleep. Uh, it puts you in a depressive spiral. It's really, you know, like people are like, have a drink. No, don't freaking have a drink. <laughs> and don't get me started on alcohol. Do not get me started on alcohol. I have a lot to say about it. And so now I want to talk about how to soften into your in-between time so that later when you notice that you were given a massive gift that you didn't miss this integration ability. So right now, if this old life of yours isn't working for you and your new life hasn't completely gestated, what I would do is I would just... And I've been talking about this a lot this week. Um, I have a video on TikTok where I talk about like where to touch your body to start to become very present. And so if we're friends on TikTok, then scroll and find that video. And if we're not yet friends on TikTok, please friend me. <laughs> please invite your friends to friend me. I'd love to have more TikTok friends. I'm really enjoying TikTok a lot. And um, so it's, it's definitely presence. And so in this world right now, we aren't taught presence. We're just not taught it. And so we need to be seeking everything that allows us to be fully present. And then once you're fully present, without judgment of yourself, without judgment of the roles and responsibilities that you're supposed to be fulfilling, without judgment of like who you used to be, that in the trajectory of this lifetime, you're going to be turning on to your north node. This in-between space, sometimes the in-between space lasts for freaking years. Sometimes it lasts for years. Like I had an in-between space when my dad died. And that was back in 2000 when my dad died. He was very young when he died. He was 52 years old. He wasn't supposed to die. And, um, you know, like I've worked with mediums and, you know, had conversations with my dad since then. And he was actually really quite shocked. He was like, well, I wasn't supposed to die. <laughs> 
no, you weren't supposed to die. However, you weren't having the best life and you weren't taking advantage of your in-between space. He was having an in-between space as well, which is interesting. Like he was working as a chief engineer on um, marine vessels. So in the Arctic and on ferry boats uh, in Canada. And he was having an in-between space. He, his old life wasn't working all that well for him. And then he was trying to transition to a sort of a semi-retired, you know, uh, project-based um, uh, life. And it's so interesting looking at who he was supposed to be in his lifetime. Gosh, it's just so interesting <laughs> to be able to look at your parents, to be able to look at your children, to marry some charts together. This is something that I am, uh, I'm always excited to do when I'm working with clients is marrying some charts together. But I would love to talk about softening into this in-between space so that you can take full advantage of the frequency that's available to you in this gap, just like softening into it. And I would say presence, absolutely presence. And then also like, what can you do to purify your life in this gap space. One of the things that I did do was I completely quit alcohol. I'm like, no, just not interested. I've noticed that alcohol doesn't work for me. Um, it allows me to like check out. I'm not present when I use alcohol. Alcohol is not healthy for me. And it just, it's, it's not a good space. And also, you know, like there's like multi-generational trauma in my family with regards to alcohol. So me being the one who just decided, okay, I'm going to cold turkey quit alcohol. I wasn't addicted to alcohol, but I do notice the places and spaces that alcohol was not good for me on a bunch of different levels. Yeah. So after the break, we're going to talk about purification. We're going to talk about softening into the in-between space. So later you're not like, wow, I missed that. <laughs> I could have gone to the gym every day. I could have meditated every day. I could have swam in the lake every day. So we're going to talk about that after the break. This is the Big Fat Live Show. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and we are on the Inspired Choices Network. Join me after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. 
my goodness. Welcome back, you guys. That was a freaking fast show. And so for you guys who are just joining, uh, we're talking about how to relax into the gap space where, you know, your old life, your old frequency that you are sort of the most familiar with, uh, and the new frequency that's like gestating for you. This is like what you're going to do with the next 500 years of your life or 55 or whatever, however long that you're planning on living on this planet. I would like to live to be a very old, sexy old Yoda. <laughs> as long as possible, as long as possible. That's what I have to say about that. So for me, it's super, super important to remember where I came from and remember my trajectory and also remember the people who have had my back in this lifetime. Remember the gold standard people and remember what they feel like. Remember uh, sort of where I met them, how I acquired those gold standard friendships or gold standard relationships. And so I'm going to go more into relaxing into the gap, but I wanted to let you know what next week's show is all about. And it's called How to Forgive and Not Forget. And so how many times have you been told you need to forgive and forget? You need to forgive and forget. And so what happens is you marry forgive and forget. And what happens is it allows the people that you have had to forgive over and over and over again to just sort of sneak in under the radar. So it might be, oh, well, you know, I don't have a great relationship with my mom. However, I have forgiven all of the things that my mom has done to me or has participated in. But I'm not going to freaking forget everything that she's done. And I'm also going to notice if another person shows up with that frequency, but just a different face. And that's what I'm inviting you to next week at one o'clock Pacific, four o'clock Eastern Standard Time, how to forgive and not forget. So set your calendar uh, for that. You might also want to opt in to get the reminder. So if you go to overgiversolution.com, overgiversolution.com and sign up for my Overgiver Solution, then you're going to get the reminder for the shows and then also the replay links in case you weren't able to listen to the whole show today. So that's next week, how to forgive and not forget, because I'll tell you what, I don't want you to be re-traumatized with, you know, a narcissist for the third time <laughs> or the 300th time. You might be narcissist bait. I know I am. Narcissists freaking love psychics. They love empaths. And so I'm very, very careful about that. And so what is the final thing that I really, really want to invite you to is just relaxing into this space. So the space in between, you know, sort of what was working before, which I was inviting you to is your south node on your chart. Uh, that will be a frequency that will be very, very familiar to you. And then the north node is where you're headed. And so for me, the South Node was sort of like being the man, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, all of the secret of my success, you know, all of the, you know, 1980s kind of businessy kind of frequency. 
even though I'm not old enough to have been a business person, it was like 90s and 2000s uh, when I was going into my real estate career and into banking and finance and investments and all of that kind of stuff. So I do have a huge pedigree with this uh, alpha frequency, but it's not what I'm here to be and do. What I'm here to be and do is to receive people's deepest wishes like people tell me, this is what I want out of my life, Jennifer. This is what I want. And so what happens when they tell me what they want is it lights up for me. It's almost like a um, like an airport. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, well, there's a flight coming in from Tokyo. I'm like an air traffic controller for people's wishes, you know, what they would like to accomplish in their lifetime. And I have such a healing frequency that people can just like let down their guard, let me know exactly what it is that they would like to receive and have in this lifetime. And because I don't have any point of view, I'm like, does that make you feel loved if you have that? Yes. All right. Well, then let's just go get it. Let's just go get it. And so here's some questions. Here's some questions. Does this make me feel loved? So does this partnership make me feel loved? Does this business make me feel loved? Do these financial flows make me feel loved? Do these activities make me feel loved? Do these finance or these family members make me feel loved? Do I feel loved? And just notice the data. There will be gold standard friendships. There will be gold standard relationships where you feel loved and supported and you know cherished my god isn't that juicy wouldn't you love to be cherished i certainly would that would be amazing and then the next question is what do i have to let go of like what do i have to actively detach from what is the biggest role that i have to actively detach from is it mom is it wife is it sister like, what is it? Is it alpha? <laughs> is it child? And the next question is, if I am experiencing the most juicy gap year of my life, like, let's just call this your gap year. Like, where do you want to go? What do you want to experience? Who do you want to learn from? Like, what mentors would be so juicy for you? What, you know, what frequency are you aware of that you're heading into, which is your North Node? Like, what help and, and what mentorship? Like, I was saying in in a gap year that I had previous, I learned all about public speaking. Now, did I have that information uh, that I was going to be doing a ton of public speaking? I probably did. But, you know, now that I know what I know about my gap years, I just, I want to invite you to have so much fun with that in-between space. So much freaking fun. <laughs> so if you had fun today, Please share this broadcast with somebody who you think would have fun with it. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. This is the Big Fat Live Show. We are on the Inspired Choices Network. And I Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman, and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain. 
3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.